At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's the morning DNA for March 29th, 2021. <laughs> I am Aaron Dicer, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what this morning, this morning is made of. I'm working on my hand motions, energy, well, hand here, motions, here. energy. There, now do it. Oh, see, now, now I'm small. Now it's like energy, hand motions, energy, hand motions. No, now. you can actually see your hand, <laughs> Aaron. Listen, I'm talking about cinematics, right? Cinematics right. are when stuff's like happening outside of the frame and then coming inside of the frame. And then when you back out, it's for like more transitional, like, you know, serene kind of moments. I went to film school. Did you? No, no, I did not. I just said that. I was gonna I was gonna say this is something I guess I didn't know about you and <laughs> I feel a little bad. Like I am a friend and I should have known this about you. <sighs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I feel like I, I just saw you. You did actually just see me. Yeah. We but, hung out right before last the night. show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, there too. was that too. There was that too. So um I went to go stir my coffee, which I use honey to sweep my coffee every morning. Mm -hmm. And uh I got honey on my thumb, didn't know it. And then I went like this to my hair. So now I just have like honey in my hair. So that's yeah. how it's going over here. Nice. Hey, listen, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with flavoring your hair a little bit, just in case, you know, you get a little For bit later. of a sweet, a sweet tooth later in the day. When I need a snickety snack. Uh, my wife had a concerning uh, incident regarding honey this morning as well. Um, we got a new thing of honey. We're out of honey. And she opened it up and it had like the seal, you know, on the top, like how there's a seal you have to like, you know, kind of open up so that the honey will come out. Before she opened up the seal, the top of the seal was sticky. Mm. And like so it she, opened she was, already? Well, I, we were trying to figure out it hadn't been open. Like it was sealed shut, but there was, there was some honey on the top of the seal. I'm like, how does that, like, how would that happen? Like it had to maybe drip from somewhere during the sealing process or I, we just, we were racking our brains trying to figure out like how, how there was honey on the outside of the container. Uh, a real life mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Things that let us know there is more to this world than us. How mystery, how intense for you all to have a honey mystery before bed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh man, I did something. Uh, we I should say we we did something different. Uh, during the countdown music, we we threw out a a little uh like um quick fire question. Just ask everybody their favorite color, and I have to say I think blue was kind of the overwhelming pick from a lot. It was either blue or red. You know, wow. were, the, were the main two colors. Does that surprise you? I blue doesn't. Red does. I don't usually hear red as a favorite color. I usually hear uh. 
I think purples and mm. greens and like softer red sort of. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize you asked a question, but mostly because I was not paying attention before the show. No, no, you were. That's fine. You know, you got to do your own thing. I turned gotta... around. I realized I had something in frame that I was like, oh, I don't need to have this in frame. So I moved it. It knocked something over. Then that knocked something else over. So then I had to clean something else up. And then the honey incident. So I've been, I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one thing we did do is since both of our families have been vaccinated, we hung out last night, which was really fun. We haven't done that in a while. And you played a card game that you absolutely love. And it's one of your favorites. And <laughs> All right. Step in it. You this step a, in it. No, this Lead was interesting. On, sir. No, this was interesting because I think I want to hear your personal. We left soon after the card game last night, but I want to hear your perspective because here, here's my perspective. You remembered very quickly that you hated this game that, that we were playing, right? Yeah. And it's just a typical card game where you try to make straights and runs and you, you know, there's some unique rules well, to it, but. It's not straights and runs. It's every single round. It's a new combination of sets and runs. Right. So, so it's like skip bow, that kind of idea. I'm you not know? used to playing these games. And so it's like, okay, this round it's three sets and two runs and four sixes and a nine, but the two does this, but then okay, also now see, it nope. can wrap to the end of a 14, <laughs> but only in certain circumstances. That is oh, not also, true. So. That is not true. The straights <laughs> have to be the same color. The runs have to be the same number. That's it. That is, those are the only, like, as far as like what the straights and runs are. Those, those are, are the, the major, things. those are the major rules. I think yeah. the hard thing too, is just, I remember, you know, working on the wrong thing because I, in your, in my head, mm -hmm. I'm thinking that we're still doing a run of four, but we're actually doing something different. And so then you just yeah. got cards in your hand that do literally no good. And you've watched all of your options just flush down the toilet. Yeah. So but there's, yeah. so this game, so we're playing this game. You realize early on that you hate this game you continue playing like a trooper and you're having fun. You're hating it with a smile, which I really appreciate it because there are two versions of when somebody's not like hating something. Right. It gets really awkward and uncomfortable and it's like, well, let's do something else. Or mm -hmm. they have fun with it and they laugh at themselves. And you definitely did the second thing, which which I really appreciated. That was really yeah. fun. But you, you also at the end won the game, Danae. You I won did. the game. So like, I wonder Shocked. from your perspective, like as you're going through this thing and just hating how hard it is and, and like how I don't like having to do this and I'm so bad <laughs> at this and you guys are all paying attention and I'm not paying attention. And then you win. Like, how does that, does that change anything? Like what's the, how does, how does that uh, affect your like psychology of everything that happened last night? Oh, we can never play again. That way it's we're we're on a high note. <laughs> We just went out on a high note. That, no, no, that's an interesting psychology because some people when they win are like, I want to play this all the time because I might be actually good at this. But like, you're just like, I won it once. It's I'm good. Done. <laughs> We're Don't over. need to do it anymore. I, I like, I was proud of myself for not getting an attitude, which, um, I can have whenever I'm doing things I don't like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, imagine that I happen to be a human being. Um, so that was good and I was having a good time, but I think the reason that I, I, I was really proud of myself is that I didn't, I actually didn't win on accident. Right. I used strategy. You did. You were thinking and it through and using I logic and yeah. super paid attention. And apparently my final hand, which won me the game because I was tied going into the end and I did not expect to win. And I wasn't, my goal was not to win. 
I cannot let myself get competitive because strange emotions brew <laughs> whenever I get competitive. <laughs> and I, I, it is for everyone's own good that I do not, you know, find myself getting really committed to things and getting really mm. excited about things. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Peer into my psyche, everyone. Um, but when, uh, in that final hand, I also had a hand that apparently has rarely, if ever been played before too. I, it's true. my strategy was like 10 times stranger than anything anyone had ever seen before. And it worked out somehow <laughs> it shouldn't have, <laughs> but it did. And so I was very, I don't know. That was the thrilling part for me is that it, it worked out. So yes, well, I genuinely don't want to play anymore. Like I really am okay not to ever play. That's, that's fine. The three of us will play without you. The, uh, <laughs> you should. You know, the, the, the interesting thing was, uh, about that, like the fun feeling of that is also like in the moment when the rest of us were watching the cards you were drawing, yeah. We're going, Danae, do you understand the rules? Do you, <laughs> Danae, Danae I know, I know you're, you feel like you're terrible at this and you're not having a great time, but do you, do you understand what you just did? Cause yeah. it doesn't make any sense in this round. Questionable but, decisions. Except for it turned out they weren't questionable. They weren't. I actually was using strategy to my advantage. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was fun. I, I do. I do think it's important from time to time to retest things that you don't enjoy, especially games, mm -hmm. because, you know, maybe your temper, it's a little bit calmer as time goes on. Mm -hmm. um, it is important. And also, I think, you know, I used to get really frustrated with people around me when things didn't go right, because I used to not be able to blame myself for any of my problems. You don't have yeah. to look into my psyche, people. I will just tell you my issues. <laughs> <laughs> And so um, it's also, it was fun for me too, to play and feel disappointment and frustration and anger and actually not feel it towards people. Just be like, oh, that was annoying. And that was fun because that's, I think that's how people enjoy games is mm -hmm. that they're, they're really not getting too emotionally invested in it. And so yes. I don't know, I hadn't really experienced that in a while because we don't play games often. You know, yeah. my, so Justin and I have a couple games we can sit down and play when Iris is, you know, occupied. One of them is Sagrada, and I love that game. Which I um, had a similar experience with Sagrada the first time I played it with you guys, where it was frustrating to me and I wasn't enjoying myself. But by the end, had a, you know allowed myself to figure it out and have a good time. So yeah, yeah. So it was nice. That was a, it was kind of a thing like, oh, maybe I've matured ever so slightly. Well, you know, the other part of the other part of the maturing is something else you talked about the balance on, which is which is being competitive, which is understanding that being competitive is not equal to uh, having to win or else like being competitive can just be trying to win, not having to win. Like there's a distinguish there's a distinguishing there between I want to win. I'm trying to win. It is my goal to win. And I must win at all costs. You know, I will feel awful if I don't like I'm right. going to be so invested. Uh, in that. So I think all this are important kind of psychological things to deal with and learn. You guys want so. to get even more awkward? Yeah, let's do it. My mom is in the chat. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I can actually kind of go into just real briefly. It comes from uh, like familial stuff. She throws up, that's from my dad. So that's my grandfather. And yeah, there were major competitions around family game time. I didn't realize it was awkward or strange or impacting until later. And I don't even think that I would have thought it was awkward or strange because no one was, it was just very highly intense. Like if you broke a rule, 
it kind of meant maybe you weren't going to heaven. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may it may have meant I'm not talking to you for a couple of days. Like I, I remember my uh my great grandmother would just flip the board if she didn't like what was going on. Like if if she was losing at, you know, checkers or or whatever, she would just, you know, I'm done, flip the board and she just couldn't handle losing. And so, you know, there's that aspect that kind of comes down to us yeah. uh, as well. Yep. Yeah. He would quit games because he's yeah, so invested. That's what I was in saying. It. Yeah. Yeah. You can't um, handle the idea that you're losing. And so it's just like, you know, you'd rather quit than lose. I remember one time my cousin, she was maybe like in her early 20s. I don't remember, but she was just breaking free from, you know, like parentage and going off into life. And we were at this family gathering and she did something at a game. I'm not going to describe what it is because you don't have to know. She broke the rules. And everyone at the table was like, oh no, <laughs> you stepped oh, in it. I just had a memory what? of a family vacation playing cards. May have been the same game that we were playing last night. Cause we play this, we've played this for years, by the way, the name of the game is Shanghai. Oh um, yes. The game in, that we in case you want to look yeah. it up or whatever. And there are different variants and versions, but, um, but anyhow, we've played it for years. And I remember on vacation, there's a part of this game where you're trying to find cards and you can kind of pay attention to what other cards people are, are picking up. And I was in a competition with maybe my dad to win the whole thing. And it was the final round. And Jen and I, who were newly married at the time, was sitting to my left and she gave me the card I needed to go down and out and win the entire game. Oh, and no. oh, it was it oh, was no. it was bad. And like. She That's, she did not do it on purpose. She says she did not like it wasn't intentional or anything. It did no, not matter. It no, did not matter. No. That's what happened with my cousin. She had apparently peeked at someone else's hand and she played a she played something that was obviously not what she was intending to play. Yeah. And someone said, "You know, why did you play that one? I, mean, I can't see your cards, but it's pretty clear that wasn't what you were thinking about doing." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, if I would have played the other one, then he would have won because she she peeked." Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, <laughs> and it was That's interesting. Grandpa was not there, but we all like were looking around like, oh, no, you didn't do that. And we just kind of like explained, you know, uh, rules and stuff. Um, but yeah. So wait, OK, new conversation. So it's against the rules in your family to peak. I mean, yeah. So in our family, that is on the person who has their card showing. Oh, like no, peaking no, no, is no, not no. against the no. rule. If you no. hold your cards out, that's on you. Like I, I would say, I would say confidently, and you know, breezy lady, feel free to back me up. But yeah, it is. There are expectations. You win on your own. You win fair and square. Um, if you put something down on the table, you can't pick it back up. Sure, like card laid is a card played. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. So there's, yeah. I mean, and maybe what I've been burned many rules, times but... because because my arms are so long that I'll hold my cards out further than other people, and people will see my hand. But that that is on me to learn to keep my cards closer. Like well, I don't I know how you a, expect people not I to look. There's a difference between an accidental peak and like a peak where you look over and you s then I don't know. It, I don't want to go into the, I don't no, go into the game because there are nuances for what I'm explaining. Sure. I'm, I'm okay, trying to avoid the fair thing enough. where. You know, like you explain a game, a rule, a hand, why it's important, because mm -hmm. that's just boring. You guys don't want to listen to that. But anyway, it was uh, it was epic. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, oh, anyhow, yeah, we would, we would say, yeah, you need to put your cards back because we can see them. That's yeah, we do that too. That's true. a courtesy, like that's a courtesy, but uh, yeah, yeah, at the end of anyhow, the day, it's on, on me. So it was exciting. Fun. I was glad to play, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that Iris was uh, able to be um, a part of the table without having to be on it or destroying cards or demanding to play. We had a little, you know, little video set up for her so she was easily having a she was time. great she was yeah. great so that was your fun. little and girl's amazing i oh, think you know thanks. that yeah. she's super cool i super love that I we played her uh, ring around the rosie for a while um they're towards the end of the evening and i got really really dizzy you did get dizzy <laughs> <laughs> well she wanted to keep going faster and faster she did she so. just she thinks you're so cool as soon as you left she put her head down and she was like i said oh honey are you okay are you sad because well, you, you, Aaron you did. and Jen left? Yeah. And was she, she said, she said, no, I just want to <laughs> go to Bommy's house now. <laughs> oh, fun. Fun. <laughs> what you did, you did do that thing where it was like, okay, Iris, I guess you're coming with us and staying with us. And I thought she'd be like, no, I want to stay here. And she was, she was just like, like nope, she I'm was going. like ready. She was like, okay, <laughs> going over to the Dicer's house for the night. Yeah. I wonder at what point she would have started to be like, um, can I go back home? <laughs> Probably pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to shoot a dough? Let's do it. All right. Uh, we are going to do the uh, DNA and you. It is Monday. So uh, we do have, do we just have one more question on the FAQs on yeah. the, the friendship application question? Now, I've been, I've been anxiously awaiting this for two weeks now because we didn't do the show last week. Uh, because you had said something about you were kind of embarrassed at this question or that this question, like, oh, like there's something for bringing here. that up again, Aaron. You brought it up two weeks ago. And so I've been like, you know, I've been anxiously awaiting this, you know, trying to figure out, uh, kind of what, what you were meaning by that. But this is, this is the final FAQ, huh? It is the final FAQ. We've actually made it. So for those of you guys that have been here from the beginning of Aaron and I testing out this new format of doing a show on Monday mornings and some days. Thanks for letting us do this. Shoot the Dough is our podcast. Um, the Morning DNA was kind of the next evolution of our radio show. So when we mm -hmm. decided to to launch this format, we decided to call it the Morning DNA because we would like for it to be like more like a radio show or something you guys would watch in the mornings. Um, and that, I mean, ideally, it's actually been one of our dreams to do it like Monday through Friday and be able to actually mm -hmm. do a daily show. And maybe we'll get there someday. But this was kind of us experimenting and, um, on our podcast, shoe the dough, we, uh, will try different segments and ideas and just throw things out games and all kinds of things. And we'll be able to kind of do that. Probably we'll take the place of the FAQ. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, sure. but we'll yeah. just keep trying stuff out. But for what we're doing here, like, Hey, well, let's just go through it one at a time. And so here we are. And I can't believe we're finally to the end and two your point. Yes. This is a question that I did not expect to find on this paper. When I read it, I was like, oh, I asked that question. Um, and I'm, a, I, I'm, uh, I'm just going to read it. Is it about Jesus today? Uh, is it about it is, Jesus? It's super okay. God question. It, but it's strange because I just don't remember being, I was not this forward about God then. Mm -hmm. And I'm not this forward about God now. And I don't remember writing this question and I don't remember why. 
So I, I do want to say this. I am not an evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, can you explain what that means? Do you, do you, did you mean to say evangelist or did you mean to say evangelical? I mean, those are kind of two different, different. So like in, in Christianity, there are different, like essentially kind of gifts that people okay, have. You, yeah. You mean evangelist. Yeah. And, and you, you don't see your primary purpose. You don't see your primary purpose is getting people saved or no. like, or like, no. you know, walking or, te- you know, uh, telling them, you know, you're going to hell if you don't find Jesus. No. Like that's like the opposite of who you are. Opposite. Right. right. Opposite of who right. I am. Like if somebody wants to have a God conversation with me or I am open to that. And, mm-hmm. but pushing God on people is really uncomfortable for me because God was pushed on me all my life. Right. Growing sure. up, it was, you start off, I was in church. God is pushed on you. And then I wasn't a Christian very outwardly was not a Christian for like, a, a, like 10 plus years of my life in those, uh, you know, late teens through my early twenties and all the conversations I had with anyone who was a Christian was asking if they could pray for me, asking right. me to go to church right. and trying to serve me in the way that Christians know how, but yes. it was incredibly uh, to me, insulting. It's like, I'm doing great if you would just pay attention to my life. Like, I'm really happy right now. Now, of course, there's bad stuff going on too, which they would potentially equate to sin, but I didn't want to have those conversations. I I wanted to have my own thing. And surprise on my own path in my own way, I found a relationship with God in my own way that I still have today. That wasn't because somebody was like, you know, knocking on my door and trying to get evangelicalized on me. So right. proselytize. this, this I, I think... question freaks me out because it All just right. seems so against me. It seems like well, weird. I don't I, know. I, I'm excited to get there. I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do want to say there is a conversation to be had that uh, people uh, who would describe themselves as, as Christians have for a long time progressed their idea of what being an evangelist is to match something that they are more comfortable with and that is more human than what it actually means to be an evangelist, which should be to mean to be an example of what it looks like to love others and love God. That's all it is. That's all, that's all it should be at the end of the day is being that kind of lifestyle that says, okay, you know, then you can have an honest conversation with somebody when they're interested. You know what that's I mean? Like, what, I mean, like, listen, there's been multiple times someone has come to me and said, hey, I don't believe in God. I think you do. I like your job. I like like I like your vibe. I like how you talk about things. Can you tell me more about what you believe? And I'm like, yeah, sure. you just have conversations that I yeah. love. Yeah, that yeah. I love. Yeah. But getting people to come to the, to to Sunday school and, and contests and tootsie rolls to get your friends to come i don't do well in that yeah it seems like a very specific example that came from i'm sure nowhere um all right danae i think we have to get to it uh this question that freaks you out i don't want to read it i really don't okay hey we don't have, hey it's our show we you genuinely do not have to read this danae if you genuinely no, don't want to. it's just it's just it's such a vulnerable thing it's weird okay, okay. so i do believe that this is true god works through me all the time i do believe that's true Um, I am his instrument and I enjoy my relationship with him immensely. Still true. I just can't believe I wrote this. Um, As a friend, you'll be exposed to him through me and he may even ask me to ask you a question and ultimately want me to invite 
you to be invited into his life or vice versa. How did I, I wrote that strangely? Um, so that he can use you too. Are you okay with that? Is my question. I think that's perfectly fine, Danae. I get that, that it's very, so it's very forward. God forward. It's very God forward, but it's, but it's not like. Let me remind you of what question number <laughs> one was. If you had to choose one of the following, what would it be? A porcupine, uh... sea turtle, velociraptor, or a pigeon? And now we've pivoted to. Would you like to know my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? That's not what you said in that question. <laughs> that is not what you said in that question. Uh, I think you're inviting conversations in that question. I don't, I, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's not, it, and it's really just, you have to know this about me because it may come out of me in conversation. That and is I think, true. I think that's valuable. I think we all have things. Um, it would be similar, not exactly the same. Very nice. It would be uh, Danae just showed the the front of the the questionnaire. Least, it would be similar to somebody who would say, he, "I I just need you to know I'm a vegan, you know, and that's going to be a part of my life. Uh, that's you know going to come out if we ever go to restaurants together or whatever. Like this is something. Yeah, I it's more like in... hey, just a reminder. Like I'm this way, but I still yeah. am not that way all the time though. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I guess I just, to me, it's not a big deal anymore. JCD says, I don't see what's so embarrassing on that question. Also, the first question is Velociraptor every time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I guess back in this time when I wrote it too, I was really hypersensitive to talking about God, like mm -hmm. hypersensitive. Yeah. Now I'm not so worried about it. Now I'll just talk about God if I feel like it. So. Yeah. No, I think that's really healthy. I'm really glad that, that we, that we had that conversation because honestly, there's stuff whether you're a Christian or whatever you believe about the world around you, the foundation of, you know, things, um, you know, what, however you answer those quote unquote big questions, um, those are difficult conversations to have sometimes because they're big questions. And so I think it's valuable at the outset of a, you know, any kind of relationship to at least understand that about each other. Yeah. And well, and the ans his, his answer was really appropriate. This is something I would like to talk to, to answer in person. Yeah. What a great answer. Now, did I follow yeah. up? I don't remember. <laughs> well, will, will I be uh, will I be asked about that? The pearly gates to be determined. <laughs> so and do it. we that's... really think there are pearly gates? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was just listening to uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts from a lot of different uh, worldviews, people who believe different things. Um, one of the podcasts I listen to is an interview style podcast, and he always asks the people he's interviewing what they believe about the big things, what they believe about God, about, you know, what happens when you die, like, you know, all those questions. Wizards, those wizards of course. Would How be in do there. you feel about wizards? Are they you know, real? You're, you're joking, but there is an element of spirituality to that question that people will choose to answer in, in many different ways. And I was listening to a famous director uh, being interviewed recently. It was an interview from uh, a couple years ago. And just talk about how he has found his way to believe in God, how it looks nothing like the Christianity of his um, you know, youth growing up. And he talked about his mom uh, having a big experience where you know church literally changed her. She became born again and just was a completely different person and, and then has transitioned to some like beliefs that he believes comes from like the cult aspect of yeah. gathering together and those kind yeah. of things and not from her, her faith and like how he's dealt with that and had to process that. And I just think 
man, we don't have these conversations enough and we need to have them more because they're big questions for a reason. And we need to talk about them. And then we can talk about here's where my logic has taken me. Here's where my faith has taken me. Here's what I believe. And, you know, we can, we can sharpen each other that way. And we can, I think, really help each other see the world around us because here's at the end of the day, there is mystery. We none of us know everything, and that mystery. Uh, is help, so- sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. None of us, but Danae, know everything, and so there is there is always going to be reaching into the mystery and trying to figure out, um, you know, what yeah. we believe and and what well, we it's, think. It's just so. important to do that with safe people. And I, you know, I didn't want to be a Christian when I when I kind of like quote unquote found what I believed or sort of came to an understanding of what I think is going on. And again, I don't know, but what I think mm-hmm. is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was terrified of it because I, I didn't want to be rejected by all the people who have been hurt by Christians because, and I also had already rejected that, the group. So I didn't want to be lumped in with those guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, well, also no, totally. not being lumped in with those guys. I just want to be my own person. And right? so there's a sensitivity yeah. that I have in these conversations because I have so much firsthand experience of feeling like, you know, religion was just being like shoved at me instead of something that you find. And I think it's supposed to be more relationship than that, but more mm-hmm. relational than that. So, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Well, very uh, nice. A great question from Matt who says, did you ever reject a friendship application? Let's let's just let's land here on this one. This was the only one I ever printed and the only one that was ever filled out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. The day you meet Danae in person, she hands you one of this these. Is, this is how it is now. And she will not talk to you again until you've turned it in and she's had a chance to grade it. Um, um, so. so true to form, we are going to be creating an online version of this that you guys can jokingly fill out. Um, I've got to create it as a Google form. Or seriously fill out. That's up to you. And you can print it. You can mail it back to us if you want to, or you can just do a digital version I'm sure that we'll probably add more as time goes on because if I'm- PO Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. Is that really ours? It is ours. You've memorized it. Of course I did. You used your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And maybe I'll keep on that last question. I don't know. We'll see. But everyone should have a chance to to answer uh, pet peeves, um, telling people if you've got something stuck into your teeth. Uh, when you're in outer space, what would you would rather do? Yeah. These are all important yeah. questions. All they really important are. questions. They really are. So. You ready to get into the DNA and you? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So we're each going to have a topic, uh, a D topic. That's Danae and a topic. That's me, Aaron. And then a U topic, which is you. And when we get there, you'll just indicate your question by putting a U at the beginning. Now, you're free to throw questions at us throughout the show. Um, if you want to make sure we see them at the end for the U question, uh, you may want to put a uh, a big capital U uh, at the beginning of it so we can spot those out. Uh, best way to do it is to wait till the U uh, questions come and then put them in there. We'll we'll be sure to see them. Um, but you are by no means limited to the questions you can ask us at any time. No. This is an interactive show. Uh, so <laughs> we have a good time doing that. And for those of you who only listen on podcast, try to catch our show uh, if you can, because we have a really fun chat community. And yeah, I should say there are our podcast peoples. Yeah, there are in uh, uh, hundreds of them as well. So, you know, I know there are a lot of people that listen to the podcast. Um, so at least I, two. 
<laughs> Come so, over and hang out every well, curious, Monday no, morning at nine. I, I'm curious for the podcast only people how the video show has changed for them. Uh, yeah, the podcast. I wonder how vibe. that feels because it, it definitely is a different vibe. It's more interactive. Um, I hope I hope it's still a good time uh, for them. If they're so, still downloading it, I would hope that they would be. That's true. The downloads it. are still going up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that I hope that is a correct. podcast updating at regular intervals and then slight breaks and then regular intervals since 2012. That's right. Eight, nine year, years. Our, Going on ten, nine years. Our first I, episode was in July, I think, of 2012. So that's wild. There are dozens of us. Dozens. It's true. All right. Danae, what is your... I've got, uh, I've got another deep topic. one for you guys. Oh, good. Um, what is one thing that would make one thing, guys, one thing that would make you better and more empowered at what you do and who you are? Mm. So this morning, as I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about, I went ahead and I grabbed um, my like wisdom cards. And so these are just like... they. I'll, show, I'll just show this one. This one's called Become, quote unquote, better well that's a that is a wide open instruction right there become better and then it says uh ooh, let's see if i can get it to focus discover one thing that would make you better and more empowered at what you do and who you are and make it part of your routine if and then it goes on to say if this is difficult identify why becoming quote-unquote better is something that you would not want to do the goal here is to recognize how and why you may sabotage your own empowerment. Because I, I think I think that's an important question. So I thought we would just kind of go deep a little bit this morning. My answer is I would love to be able to type in the chat as subtly and surreptitiously as Danae is able to do. I, I don't understand how you do that. I Because if I were to type something in the chat, I'd be like, what okay, are you talking click about? down here. And then everybody would see my head go down. And then you're just like, you're still looking at the camera and just typing. And it's it's just amazing. <laughs> well, we could talk about typing skills later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Waxweasel says self-confidence. That's a really good one. I find self-confidence to be a very interesting conversation. How deep do you want to go into the self-confidence conversation? Well, that's up to Wax, right? Uh, I would just say, so the idea is that you incorporate it at least somehow every day into one area. So I think the idea here would be, um, I'm going to equate it to something that I've been working on, which was my body image after I uh, went from the, my previous shape to my pregnant shape to whatever this metamorphosis is happening over here. Um, it's a strange experience. And so I had to, for my own self, I had to every day say something to myself in the mirror. And that was a really, it was, I thought, I thought that was kind of lame. I didn't even tell anyone I was doing it at the time because I didn't want anyone to speak into it. I wanted to be my own thing. Sure. Um, and it really actually helped. So for you, Wax, I wonder if there's like a self-confidence thing, like maybe you can identify something every day that you could try to speak positively to yourself to kind of help you re be reminded of um, the things that you want to, I don't know, have someone tell I, you. Sometimes I other think, people won't tell it to you. You have to tell it to yourself sometimes. I think that's, I think this is really good. And I think what you say is really true, Danae. And I would shift the word just slightly to self-acceptance um, um, because you're not, you're not going to trick yourself into believing something you don't believe. 
Um, you're like, there's an, there's an element of self-confidence where it's like, I just need to believe I'm better at this, or I just need to believe that I'm this kind of person. And I will be, that's, that to me is a, a fool's errand because you, if nothing else, know yourself and you are yourself for a reason. You are yourself. The things that make you, you are benefit can be used beneficially and amazingly in the world around you. There are ways to improve yourself, but those only start with understanding who you are as a person. So I really think the foundational aspect is more, for me at least, and I can only speak for myself, obviously, is the idea of self-acceptance in the idea of I'm not trying to earn something by being something different. I am, I am valuable as myself, and any improvement I make in any area of my life comes from knowing myself and being able to embrace, you know, who I am. Those things that you see as negatives about yourself probably have positive aspects to them if you can find them. Yeah. And and that is even even being critical of like if you think you're really critical of other people, sometimes that's because you actually have insight. Right. And you need to change your perspective on having unhealthy expectations of what other people can do with their life. And it's not so you look at someone and you're critical of their situation, but you actually are very insightful. Yeah. So I, I just, just know to tweak. I had to, I had to shift from like self confidence, meaning I'm the best and I can do these things. To I am me, and me is valuable. You know, like that's that in the, the, there's nothing that you have to do to earn more value by being a different. You know, by being not yourself. Um, so yeah. don't connect says I will become better at eating messy food with chopsticks. That's a good one. <laughs> you do you. I am. I'm not interested in learning that skill. <laughs> I love chopsticks. I love them so much. Um, Miguel on YouTube says mental and physical self care. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. I think the idea of this, ca- this card is to keep it down to something that if you don't do it every day, if you can't say something like routinely or do something to get quote unquote better, whatever that means for you. The next step is that if you don't try to figure out why it could be a self-sabotage situation. So pick something that you can have a win at, even if it's something small, you know, and, and then kind of go from there would be my advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breezy says less complaining, which is what I'm working on this year. That's a good, good one. one. Yeah. it's a very good um, one. Nick says morning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good morning, Nick. <laughs> well, a lot of us are working on more. That is that is true. Lolly says body image um, is a big one for me too. Probably letting go of concern over what random people on the street are thinking. Spoiler: they probably don't care or don't give your parents any thought at all. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I had to do this one for thinking what people were and thinking if they about do, me. That's on them, and they're As- they're the jerk face here. You know, I used to struggle with this, not, not the body image part, uh, so much at that time in my life, but there was a time in my life I was so concerned with what people thought about my personality because I had Mm. been told that I was weird and odd and strange for so long that I Mm. thought that it was like a really obvious neon sign or something. So let's say I'd walk into a room and and two people would be turning, they'd like look, look over and see me and then they turn and they would talk to each other. I would be like, oh my God, they're talking about me, which you know, youth will inflate those thoughts as well as you mm-hmm. think the world does, you know, revolve around you and it doesn't, but you know, you go through that. I had to just tell myself over and over and over again, they were just having a conversation before I walked in. 
they saw me walk in, they went back to their conversation. Like, and, and if somebody has something to say to me, I just have to trust they're going to say it to me. <laughs> like, I cannot assume that everyone is thinking negative things about me. And it's just such a negative cycle. So for body, and that just reminded me of your body image conversation or your yeah, body image message. Totally. Um, let's see. You guys are, there's a whole bunch. These are yeah, awesome. These are great. Uh, Elizabeth says, uh, being okay to fail. And then also accepting the wins without thinking I don't deserve them. Ooh. That's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah. And that that comes back to the acceptance thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jose says, I wish I could respond to people's correspondence more quickly. Mm -hmm. I tend to let emails sit in my inbox without responding, especially if it's about a project that I haven't made as much progress as I would like. Yeah. That's an important one. That is a, that is a skill that isn't taught enough. Like we need to teach our children, I think that skill better because it's just something you don't really think about, but the skill of communication, the idea that when you are, when you feel like you're dropping the ball on something is the exact time to communicate, not to stop communicating. Like that is a really big life lesson because you're going to succeed more and, uh, and be more beneficial to those around you and projects you're in or whatever. If you're communicating openly about here's where I am, I just can't do it today as opposed to just not hearing from you, you know, yeah. like that's, that's really yeah. smart. That's really smart. Yeah. It's a good one. Best of luck with that, you know, and, and be okay that you have to change your timetable and sure. It might be awkward to tell someone I miscalculated my time. This won't be done for another three months. Is that okay? They mm-hmm. might say yes. And then all of a sudden you have that breath of, of fresh air come into your mind and yeah. it can kind of help to uh, feel your creativity or whatever you've got going on. Yep. Um, Jetsmet says 2020 has made me more patient with things that used to piss me off, like long lines or traffic. (laughs) Also, I've reached out to people who I feel like they might hurt themselves because I will sleep at night, uh, knowing I reached out to someone who feels low. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's important to reach out to those around us. Matt says, uh, drive. I feel I lack the kind of drive that I see and admire in others, including my dad. And I've always wished I could find that kind of inner push to get things done. Ooh, I feel that one. Boy, I could talk about this one for days. My, (sighs) my, my wrestling with my own concept of my self drive versus laziness versus all those procrastination, like all those things. Uh, has been a life lesson that I still continue to learn. Um, I did just even a couple years ago come to the place where I was like, oh, maybe I'm me for a reason and maybe I just work differently and that drive isn't necessarily that idea of like always be working. It's that idea of, you know, work what works best for you, accomplish the tasks that you're given in the way that works. And I've fully embraced parts of my procrastination, parts of what that means. And then I don't have stuff that weighs on my head. I just know that I'm waiting till the last moment for it to be done. And I understand how weird and awful that sounds to some people, but I've made peace with that's how I work best. And so, yeah, I think there's, there's a balance there of growth and understanding your own, uh, best practices. Um, so, you know, you don't, you don't have to have the same drive you see in others your drive can look differently. At least that's what I've discovered in my life. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's a, a really good point. I like too, that this one's like, um, you know, you saw it in your dad and you admire it and you want it for yourself. Um, I feel that too. Like my dad has some skills that I really, I know I could acquire, 
um, I can conceptually think through what it would take to strip wallpaper, sand down some walls, repaint, you know, do some repairs and paint and all this stuff. I can, my dad taught me how to think through all of those things and sort of even know what I would need to get at the store, et cetera. But the drive to do them or that the excitement to see the project fulfilled, I lack that. And I don't know if I'm ever going to have that. Um, and so recently I actually was asked to join a pretty big project. And I said, I am happy to join the project and be the best admin person. I'll be your right-hand girl. I'll make the lists. I'll make sure everybody knows what they're going to do and the expectations. But if you want me to get like, come up with a plan for how to build a building, I am not your person. I am, I will get you coffee and I will make sure you are encouraged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can yeah. do that. And I think that's part of it is like knowing what you can do well and that's okay. Yeah, um, I agree. Nick says drinking, uh, I started recently drinking 136 ounces of water a day. Cheers. And it takes commitment. I hate water. <laughs> <laughs> How do you hate water? It's that so is... boring, Aaron. Listen. It's so boring. It's like 80% of your body. <laughs> like, don't hate yourself. What it's you're so saying boring, when you say Aaron. you hate water is you hate yourself. It's That's just, you... it's blank flavor. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, nice room temperature up. water. Mm. I think I, I think I I think I caught up with everybody. Okay, good. On oh oh, uh, Miguel says not letting personal failure consume you. Yes, don't let it consume you. It's okay and, to like and feel... redefining what failure is. You know, yeah, like that's that's really important. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. here's one from Slendamon who says, I want to get better at managing my stress with so many things going on lately in business and the world. It has been hard. Yeah, that's important. Mm -hmm. I feel that too. I, um, when I first met Aaron, Aaron really helped me with this um, because I'm an idea person and I like to create and then managing all those creations, like I've mentioned, is, is stressful for me. There's a follow through element that I need to have partners and people. Um, and so my stress level of knowing what to pay attention to was really difficult for me because I also don't rank things in, in order. I don't, I don't sit down and go, what's most important to me or whatever, or which movie did I like more than this movie? I'm just not that person. I am experiencing mm -hmm. a moment. And when everything is wanting your attention, it's sometimes hard to figure out which ones need to come to the top and which ones go down and then how to communicate with these various projects like. Hey, down people on the bottom, I'm going to need three months for this, or, Hey, I can get this to you tomorrow. And mm -hmm. I was having a really hard time managing all of that because we had radio and podcasts and traveling and just all the stuff that we were doing. And I think, I mean, I was really stressed out for quite some time just to kind of figure it out. So, uh, yeah, figure out again, the idea is to discover one thing that would make you better. I'm going to put this back up before. Um, as we sure I'm loving some of these. I just want to touch on a couple of yeah. these things. Go for it. Um, first of all, Nick is still having the water conversation. <laughs> uh, if water's so good, what, why does my body try to get rid of it? Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you why, because the water is a cleansing agent. The body will take what it needs he and then run joking, the rest Aaron. through you, you know, your body. Joking. You don't think of your car getting rid of the water when you wash it, you know, like it's just, it's part of what the water does. I know he's joking. Um, and then let's see also, uh, Moco made, uh, I need to work on relaxing. I never, ever relax when I try, I immediately feel lazy or think about all the things that need to get done. I'm assuming this will ultimately lead to burnout. I believe your assumption to be correct. It could, uh, yeah. that is, 
that again, I'm not built that way. So I probably shouldn't be the one speaking on this, but that is definitely a workaholic mindset. The idea that if you are taking time for yourself or for something you enjoy, that somehow that is bad is is a really dangerous, uh, internal, um, thing that you'll have to process through, you know, Um, like muscles need to to be reset. Muscles Mm -hmm. can store the memory of their motion. So like you realize you only ever reach up for one, uh, uh, shelf and that's as high as you ever reach. And then, and then, you know, after five years, you reach up an inch more and you pull a muscle, even though you only reached up an inch more, it's because your mm-hmm. muscles learn, this is what I need to do. And so we can train our brains to constantly fill that time. And then all of a sudden it reaches a little bit more and your brain hurts, you know, because it is its own organ. It needs to have that breathing room, which is why sleep is so important. So your mind has a chance to reset. Your body has a chance to reset. But even throughout the day, you know, decisions, 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 go, 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 go. If, if you can build in some time to just not think, which is why I think people, you know, move towards meditation. There's apps that kind of prompt you on your phone. If you open the app and if you participate in it, who can take you through like midday breathing exercises and you can kind of train yourself to have a mental break. Um, We had to talk to our bosses about this at some point in time, because the expectation is that you work, 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 work. It's like, we've already had a four hour live radio show. Yeah. Be we clear when you break. say our bosses, you're talking about our, our previous radio jobs. bosses, previous yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need a break so that we can mentally prepare to then do what it takes to run the station because it's a show. And then you have to run the station. You have a lot of hats that you're putting on. And if you don't have a second to kind of, you know, take it out, I shouldn't feel bad about picking up my phone and, and, checking out for a few minutes and just taking a break or taking a nap or whatever you need to do. Yeah. I think you just need to find something maybe that feels like you're allowing yourself to take a break and then ease into it. Like you might not be able to, your personality type, type you might not be able to lay down on the floor and take a nap and then have a break. You might think about doing like a crossword puzzle as a break so that your mind is still engaged and you, but you're still kind of dialing down and yeah. that might be helpful. This is a really good conversations. Uh, the amazing cow says discord can be super stressful for me. I feel like I have to devote my time and energy towards certain people and communities. I love discord, but I wish I had more time in the day to make those daily connections. This is another part of our Ooh, socially. You just triggered Aaron. <laughs> well, I'm not. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am not triggered. I do, however, believe that our social connections um, are another place where we put unrealistic expectations on ourselves. We are not designed to maintain intimate friendships of, you know, more than a couple dozen people, uh, if that. Um, And when you have a Discord that you're visiting that has 100 people on it or more, and you have, you know, Twitter where you, you know, talk back and forth with so many different people or Facebook or wherever, it starts to feel like, oh, I have hundreds of people that I'm responsible for maintaining a deep, intimate relationship with. That is not the case. You have to be able to separate your, your intimate friendships from social media. And, you know, you don't, you don't owe anyone, uh, anything on social media, uh, other than if you've made a commitment to something, but, you know, usually it's just, you feel this pressure of letting people down there, those kind of things. We're just not designed. We're not designed to have that many connections and it it becomes very overwhelming quickly. So, um, so yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I think the idea too is to kind of go, okay, if this is something that I'm identifying that I have a, a problem with this, how how can you think of one thing that you can do? So, you know, maybe it's 
creating a, a group of people that are like-minded who are dedicated to caring for people on Discord. And that way you have other people, admins or something that you know you can trust. Um, when I first joined the Discord for CinemaSins, for example, I was in there all the time. And then I started to have the same thing where I'm like, oh, I feel like I really have to say uh, engaged with hundreds of people to one. And that's just on Discord. Then you've got Twitter and then you've got, you know, emails and things that are going on. And it's just like, it's, it's a lot. So we began to try to find a, a really amazing team of people that I know are serving that community well. In fact, Lolly is one of them um, in the chat. So people that are in those places, um, Slab is another one that I can think of off the top of my head, um, who are there and can uh, have that same vibe. It allows me to leave that space because I know that there's someone else there caring for that space. And then I care for the admins first before I go into the next level so that I can go, hey, are you guys doing well? Um, admittedly, I don't check on them as much as I intended, but you know, I just kind of have to do what I can. So try to keep it, try to keep it healthy though. So, because if you love to be there and you're identifying stress, if you can figure out a positive way to address that stress, just a little bit at a time, then that will just enhance your ability to be in that space. It don't connect says, yeah, I ran about the sin court, Aaron. Show us how you really feel. I will show you how I really feel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love don't connect is another one of our admins. I, uh, I love you guys. Um, I think you guys from, you know, all of our interactions are, are amazing people. I think the people I connect with on social media are absolutely incredible. I do but too. There are, I there, love, are diff I love there are different levels of friendship. And I think there's an honesty and understanding that, uh, that, you know, connecting with somebody on social media is not the same as connecting in real life and connecting in real life is not the same as being married to someone. And, you know, like they're just different and that's not the same as being in a family with somebody like they're or working with someone. There are just different levels of relationships that we have to balance and understand, um, you know, where the priorities are in, in our own mental health. And so, Hey, so, Aaron, we're not yeah. going to get to your question today. I just want to let you know, no, um, but once again, here's the card. I, it's hard to read, but, uh, I was hoping that maybe it would, to focus, but it won't. Uh, discover one thing that would make you better and more empowered at what you do and who you are and make it a part of your routine. If this is difficult, identify why becoming better is something you would not want to do. The goal is to recognize how and why you sabotage your empowerment. And that's nice. this card. I might do more of these if you guys like them because I have like a, uh, there's, there's quite a few that are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are nice. Hey, mom, this one's for you. <laughs> uh, I had on a, a Isn't that what yours was, mom? Yeah, complain. I'm going to read this to my mom, and then we're going to move on. Uh, Everybody okay. look at Bonnie. It'll make her feel com really comfortable. Everyone look at Breezy Lady B. Everyone turn and look. Okay, this is a beautiful, but look at the the image of this card. She's like opening up her jacket and releasing these birds. Isn't that pretty? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, assess whether you're a complainer. No matter whether you share complaints with others or keep them to yourself, this tendency is a way of looking at a situation without seeing its potential blessings. Your goal is to release the predilection to complain and instead see the positive side of things. And that's the challenge. That's awesome. Very, very nice. I like these cards. They're just really just food for thought. Yeah, very good. So what do you want to do, Danae? It is already uh, 10 o'clock. I think our next thing is 1030. 
Yes, so, it is. So we will, we've got about 30 minutes. Do you want to try to do my question or do you just want to go into the you questions? What do you think? Uh, let's go to you. Let's just go to the you right. questions today. All right. We will Sorry, skip my topic Aaron. today. I will save it for next time. I, you can do next I will one. not take that personally. Next time you should, you no, should just you start always next first. Time. It's D before A. We know how that works. D and A. So, okay. yeah, okay, it's fine. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give us your you questions. We'll finish out with some you questions uh, today. Uh, if you've got anything that you uh, want to talk about, we would love to hear about it. Um, I am feeling I'm feeling a little vulnerable right now because there, there is some slight jabbing in the, in the comments about, you know, oh. like uh, like on Twitter, how I don't like things or friend people or those kind of things. And oh, uh, no, no. Well, let me let me let, let me clarify what I'm feeling. I'm not feeling um upset i'm not feeling like i've let anybody down because i genuinely have let go of that responsibility like that public responsibility of feeling like you know i owe anybody you know uh anything publicly uh but what i do hate is that it gives an impression that just isn't true which is that i don't care and i really do care i really do i, I love my twitter interactions i love the people who are kind enough to think what i have to say is interesting enough to follow me like that that always will be humbling to me um, I love, you know, seeing the comments on stuff. I love all that stuff. It's just not like, I don't sense the priority in my own life of interacting in a way that is going to take so much of my mental space to maintain so many different, you know, follows and likes and, and all those kind of things. So I separate myself from it. And the first experience I had with this was probably about five years ago when I was still on Facebook. And I don't know if you remember this, but about it may have even been longer than that. But I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> but, but Facebook, and by the way, <laughs> get your terrible you questions. Terrible person voice. <laughs> get, get your get your you questions in because we would like to answer They're some in. of those. They're okay. in. They're in. Okay, good. So you're you're kind of prepping to to put those up once I'm oh, done. Oh yeah, I am super prepping. Okay, so yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm several years on Facebook uh, when they started like reminding people of everybody's birthday. Okay. And my birthday would come around and my timeline would just be full of, like all of ours is, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And I came to a place where I was like, I, I love these people, you know, who have followed me that I don't have daily interactions with that think, you know, for some reason, like I said, it's, you know, they enjoy hearing what I have to say. But I posted something like to all my actual friends and my social media friends. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. And it was not received well. And I was like, I, I don't understand why that's wrong to have a distinction there. And so that was kind of the first moment where I was like, oh, I don't I belong on social media. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, it was more it was more like I have to be more sensitive. I have to understand more that there's an investment going on that uh, that that I want to honor and respect the best that I can. And so that's that's what I'm trying to do is, you know, honor those kind of fan relationships or whatever they are in the best way that I know how. And, uh, and they, they are humbling. They're, they're weird from, from this end sometimes. And I don't mean weird in an awkward way. I mean, just like in a understanding what my responsibility is and understanding how to prioritize, uh, those kind of things. So thank you all for your patience for my, you well, know, listen, if my chat on Twitch is giving you the chops and you're upset, I'll just send them on a raid to someplace else. Like I'll just, <laughs> Okay, we're gonna go watch C not Bush this morning. Just no, go. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that at all. It's just yeah, I I I let go a long time ago of feeling like I had to maintain 
some sort of responsibility with everyone that follows me. And, you know, it's not a lot, guys. It's not like it's not like I'm some super celebrity or anything, but it's only it, one thousand one hundred, one hundred and one hundred. <laughs> it's 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 enough that I can't I can't say hey to everybody. Um, but it's yeah, anyhow. All right. Are it's you, over. Are Let's you okay? questions. Are you okay? I am okay. I just want people to know they are loved. They like I loved and appreciated. I just don't, you know. I want people to know that they're loved by someone else. (laughs) That is not what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it worse. I think you're fine. I think the chat is just really liking to give it to you. But also, if you could throw Jets Mets a like once, I think he would probably. I've liked Jets Mets stuff before. Flip out. I've liked his stuff before, and and I'll comment on it. But it's been three months. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I like something this week. Um, Slab asks, hey, what's your A question today, Aaron? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lolly asks, you're having a day at the zoo. Which animal are you most excited to see? Turtles. It's always the, it's always the chimps for me. They're just crazy. They're just fun. I do not enjoy, I, I don't enjoy the chimps. There's just something about watching an animal stick its finger into its butt. That's really yeah. uncomfortable and it's yeah. almost guaranteed to be seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, they're just they're just more open about it than we are, you know? Like who <laughs> among us haven't stuck our finger in our butts? All like right. it's, it's not that is content for BTS, <laughs> not for shoe. <laughs> um Miguel asks, who, in your opinion, has the funniest Twitter account? Lately, I've been following the Pringles account. It's delightful and hysterical. Oh, nice. Man, I need to find some funny ones because I follow way too many serious ones. Mm. Um, I really started to follow more uh, trigger warning, but we're only going to just do this. If, if this is the depth of the ocean, I'm going to go like this, ping, and then we're just going to go, we're going to skip right over it. Okay, During fair the, enough. the political season, that's all I'm going to say, um, I started following more of a variety of people and also in the, uh, uh, really during the racial like explosions that have happened the last couple mm-hmm. of years, I started following more of a variety of people to just be educated and have perspective. And that is pretty much my feed now. And even though it's good to stay informed, I do not have a healthy balance of like humor. I see fan stuff. And then I see like the serious crap hole of America <laughs> posts every time I open Twitter. So yeah. I probably need to find, I, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go follow Pringles right now. Cause I, I need something happy on Twitter. I do have wonderful I, Twitter followers I, who send me like little adorable dick, dick pics and, uh, shall other we clarify that the animal, yes. um, D I K D I K. Yes. Go look up D I K D I K on a safe search. You'll be fine. Um, so I do, I do have really fun things and I see like D and D stuff. So it's not all bad, but it's mostly yeah, I, serious these days. I don't, I don't use Twitter t- to laugh necessarily. I will occasionally get a chuckle there, but I mostly use it for movie stuff, um, you know, to interact in kind of film Twitter and, and those kind of things. So, okay. Pringles, I'm following you. There you go. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, I just really messed up my, my plan here. The sea has the zoo has sea otters and they're great. Otters are adorable. Kale says penguins. Nice. Yep. Penguins are also cute. Whoa, where did my you question go? Oh, <laughs> here's one from Jets Mets. You question, you have to pick one steak, bacon, or pork chops. What's uh, steak bacon? You have to pick one question. My bacon? favorite. Um 
I think there should be a comma between <laughs> steak and bacon. Oh, and then, oh, I thought steak bacon was something. <laughs> and then probably uh, another comma between bacon and or pork chops, if you like the Oxford comma, which I do. Um, I legit uh, thought that a steak bacon was like a real thick slice of bacon. And I'm like, isn't that just pork? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. I, do I have to pick one for my meal right now? Or do I have to pick one that the others go away for the rest of my life? Because, you know, those are those are different answers. I'm going um, steak. If it's just for now, I'm I'm uh, picking bacon. If it's for the rest of my life, I'm picking steak. So I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna go steak, even if it's now or later or rest of life. Mm. I've had too much bacon. I'm baconed out. Oh. Everyone loves bacon. It's everywhere. But have you had it made in an air fryer? Because no, let me you're tell stop you, talking about your air fryer, I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, it's the air fryer. The air fryer. So good. <laughs> Uh, there was another one, but I got kicked off. Um, oh, this is a question about um, our jobs with CinemaSins. You question, other than learning that Jeremy worked at Blockbuster, what was your favorite Sin Week moment? I really loved our uh, the whole thing of uh, being able to do the Ask Us Anything segment mm -hmm. because yeah, it was the whole staff all together. And um, I really love hanging out with the staff. And uh, we actually had just like four minutes after we went live where we all like we had sin week was over and we all were just sitting at our computers hanging out and we haven't we literally have not hung out in over a year mm -hmm. and um and we all live pretty far from each other most of us do yeah. and so that was really fun but like on like two camera i love the ama but i really loved our bts recording because we had a massive show out for that i did not expect to see over 60 people in the live chat for that and um it was truly delightful and then yeah. of course that's just for our patron supporters so we weren't even like live to the world it was just to our you know tightest knit group of people and i really loved that show uh what i loved the most uh, about sin week that i've taken with me is the fact that at the all of <clears throat> the live streams, every single one, I paid attention, and especially at the AMA, people preface their questions with "You question." question. I, saw <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, we've got some morning DNAers in the chat." <laughs> that 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 gave me a that gave me a big smile. I thought that was really fun. Um, I just anyhow, it happened oh every single gosh. time, and it just always made me smile. So it was it was so fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm glad you mentioned that. that. That was really really great. Oh uh, my gosh! Well, I did see uh, another one up here. Oh. Um, here it is. We'll get it, Mariella. You you topic spring cleaning tips. Uh, do you have any spring cleaning tips? Um, yeah, oh, I've got many of them. Yeah, be willing to throw stuff away. That's my yeah. main one. Throw stuff away or donate. For those of us who struggle with throwing things in the trash because it still has some use to it somehow, some way. If you're gonna donate. donate, get it in a box and get it out to your vehicle. Get it out of your house. Yes. Don't throw it in a closet. That yep. is, yeah. Um, I just went through and did a uh, uh, closet, another closet purge, and I yeah. have it down to like ten shirts and five sweaters and two. Like, just re I really thinned it out. 
I kind of struggled for a long time because I had not changed shape for long enough that I had acquired a lot of a variety of clothes. And um, after Iris, I obviously couldn't fit into them anymore. So I've been going over the last four years through this, okay, but what shape am I going to be? And what am I, what am I going to, when I look in the mirror, if I don't like what I see, I used to force myself to keep the clothes because I didn't want to be wasteful or whatever. But now it's just like, no, I hate the way this looks. Even if someone else says it looks okay, I don't like it. So I've just been going through and putting them all aside. And I had this massive pile of just t-shirts I don't like anymore. Uh, so, and then I put them all into a thing and they're in my car because I'm going to go take them to like just one of those uh, donation places. And like, I'm not even going to ask for a receipt. Just someone else can enjoy these. Have a good life. Goodbye yeah. clothing. Yeah. Um, and do that for like dishes. Do that for uh, toys. Do that for um, knickknacks. Do that for books. I don't think you have to Maria Kondo, but just start in one spot. Oh, the other thing that my um, personal organizer person, my house therapist, I call her, her name is Teresa. She comes over every like five weeks or so and we work on a project together. Um, she starts with one thing and cleans that one thing and organizes the one and then goes to the next surface. And, and so if you, and she st says to start in your bedroom, because if your bedroom is organized and clean, it actually like mentally helps you every day. So if you don't know where to start, start in your bedroom. Very nice. I have so many more ideas, but this is not the show. Okay. Uh, before you head out, Robert, the unicorn, uh, thank you for coming in. I saw that, uh, you had popped in for a little bit. Um, and thank you for telling me to keep on hating on my social media friends. Uh, I approve. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and, uh, appreciate you being here. Saw a lot of new people hanging out with us today. And so thank you for coming in having a good morning with us uh as always if you want to follow us on twitter you can do that uh twitter handles are down below uh you can watch us live mondays in some days at 9 a.m central on pretty much uh, all the major streaming platforms um and if you want to join team uh dna we had one more member join so we are now uh seven people away uh from our next goal where we will do some uh some D, &D uh, for you guys some live d dungeons and dragons uh today will teach me how to do that Oh, are we done? Yeah. Okay. All right. That happened. Uh Mondays and some days. We'll see you on the next Monday or someday. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.